This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. Debt ceiling deliberations, more retail earnings, and the minutes from the Federal Reserve's latest meeting await investors as highlights in the week ahead. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, said Saturday discussions over the debt ceiling wouldn't resume until President Biden returns from his trip to Japan for a G7 meeting. On Sunday, before departing the G7, Biden called the GOP's debt ceiling stance unacceptable, adding it was time for the other side to move more from their extreme positions. This as Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen's June 1st X date looms. On Friday, the two parties put talks on pause, raising doubts about the near-term potential for a deal and sending markets lower. All three major indexes still finished the week with gains, however, notably the Nasdaq, which rose more than 3%. The Nasdaq and S&P 500 had their best week since March and their highest weekly close since August 2022. Year-to-date, the Nasdaq is up more than 20%, while the S&P 500 has risen more than 9%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is just barely clinging to gains for the year. Stocks were encouraged last week after earnings from the retail sector stuck a cautious tone on consumer spending for the year, but didn't sound alarms on a full-on recession quite yet. In the week ahead, results from Dollar General, Costco, and BJ's will offer further insights on the health of the consumer. Walmart's results hinted at the benefits to some retailers from wealthier consumers trading down to save money as inflation pressures household budgets. We've seen transactions at Walmart, at Target, at TJX, at Ross positive year over year, which suggests that there is some trade down coming into the value side of the equation, as some of those mainstream consumers make different choices, Bernstein retail analyst Anisha Sherman told Yahoo Finance Live on Friday. And that's what some of the new data is showing. That wasn't the case last year. So for value retail, I think it's a positive. On the tech front, NVIDIA, which has seen its stock more than 100% this year, is expected to report earnings on Wednesday. On the economic data front, investors will look for further hints on the Fed's path forward as investors prep for the end of the central bank's most aggressive rate-hiking campaign since the early 80s. On Thursday, the second estimate of first-quarter GDP will offer a look at growth in the first quarter and another check on the central bank's preferred inflation gauge, the Personal Consumption Expenditures, PCE, price index for Q1. Economists expect core PCE, which strips out the more volatile costs of food and energy, rose 4.9% on an annual basis in the first quarter, unchanged from the first reading. Core PCE is expected to have risen 0.3% in April, a monthly increase unchanged for March. But the debt ceiling will remain the biggest factor for investors until a resolution on the current negotiations can be reached. 
Traditionally, markets have been more volatile as the X date, or the date at which the U.S. would default on its obligations, nears, with the possibility of default weighing on markets most in the two weeks before this date. The S&P 500 closed at 4,191 on Friday. Debt ceiling discussions will also take a bigger place in the investor conversation going forward as the week wraps up earnings season. Entering Friday, 94% of the S&P 500 had reported earnings. On average, companies have been beating estimates by 6.5% per Evercore ISI, while reporting an earnings decline for the second straight quarter. Still, stocks are up since the start of the first quarter earnings season, and the much-discussed looming recession hasn't impacted markets yet. I'm Imran Sheikh, and for the latest market updates, visit yahoofinance.com. For the latest market news and updates, visit yahoofinance.com and follow us on social media at Yahoo Finance. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.